HBs, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends cackle while connecting over their deep shared love of romance novels. Before we jump in, we've got a Patreon shout out. Siobhan B., you are descended from Aglaya, one of the three graces who was known for beauty, splendor, glory, and adornment. You've taken what could be a lovely yet shallow legacy and turned it into something truly inspiring. You understand the most important thing is to cultivate the beauty of your interior, so you take time and effort to learn and grow both intellectually and emotionally. You glorify your relationships with care and respect. You realize that true splendor lies in good food and even better company, and you adorn your being with the hallmarks of a life well-lived. Love, laughter, loyalty, and longevity. And now, let's get right into part two of 99% Mine by Sally Thorne. Because yum. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Melody, 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 Melody. <laughs> How are you? I realize now that that sounded like Melanie, which like a lot of our listeners think your name is anyway. So I answer to it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Pronounce the D hard. Melody, <laughs> Melody, Melody. Yeah. So did you know that Tiffany Rice got me a birthday present? What? Did you know that? What? Tiffany Rice got me a birthday present. It's not true. <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. Listen, I will. I will not take it back, but I will walk it back. Shall I? Good. Okay. So she didn't get me a birthday present, but she did. (laughs) So pissed. (laughs) She did release her follow up to the red, which is the rose, on Uh my birthday. So I I I really, it's all Greek goddesses and satyrs and bullshit. And you know that's a present just for me. You know it. (laughs) It's on my birthday. It's all of my favorite things. It's you mine. Think she was writing it. Like, yes, I Aaron. will release this on Melody's birthday. Yes. I don't know when it is, but yes. I'll do it. She and her impeccable bangs and her amazing fountain pen decided <laughs> on my birthday. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, that's- so is it any good? Oh boy! Holy wow! So I've been reading it on my brand new Kindle Paperwhite, which Michael got for me for my birthday as well. Do you love it? I fucking love, love it. it. Yeah, I love it. I also love the amount of space it's going to free up on my phone because, mm-hmm. wow, can I not download anything? Um, <laughs> you, know, you know how many pictures I have on my phone? <laughs> I just downloaded them to my computer. Mm-hmm. 3,500 pictures. <laughs> I'm in that boat. And I, I'm doing like, this stupid thing. Why do I have thing. to re-download my apps every time I open my phone? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm doing that thing where I back up to Amazon photo, whatever, but then I'm still too scared to delete them. So I just mm-hmm. delete the most recent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so dumb. Anyway, so the rose, you guys, it is Mona and the Earl of of Kidnap and Marion Gretna Green. What? Of throw her all over your shoulder and okay. take her out to the limo and take uh-huh. her against her will and marry the shit out of her. I thought, okay, I just think of him as the grandson. Oh, that's from the that one. Three way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So they 
did in fact have a happily fucking ever after. Of we course. see them 20 odd years later and they have this gorgeous open relationship and they're like totally in love. But the heroine of the story is Mona's daughter ah. who runs a low key English aristocracy escort agency. Yeah, that tracks. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the apple god. doesn't fall far <laughs> from the tree. I know. But you guys, she's got a lot of healing to do. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, the her dad gets her this magical chalice. It's I think it's called a kylix. I might be mispronouncing that. <laughs> no, not you. No, not, not me. Not New Jersey. No. I know. I know. That's an Alaska I'm- thing to do. i'm basically a pronunciation scholar so her dad gets her this chalice of erotic fantasies her dad doesn't know that okay so don't come at her dad it's not a weird this is on our list (laughs) we're gonna do it yes yeah 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 we're supposed to be doing a whole different book i'm so sorry listen i've just been really excited about it the only thing that has been like able to measure up to 99% mine has been the rose in a totally different way. Is it as crazy as the red? Is it as crazy as the red? You know, yeah. Yeah. But like, I think it's less shocking because we started with the red. So I'm totally, uh-huh. I'm totally just in it. There's no like minotaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like when we were. When I was at KissCon mm-hmm. and I was at that panel called Bananas Books with Sarah McLean mm-hmm. and uh, Sophie Jordan, and they were having people from the audience get up and talk about books. Yeah. And like, so I was like, oh, I'm going to either talk about Master Buyer Mates, or, but they'd already talked about Ice Planet Barbarians. Sure, so sure, I was sure, like, sure, sure. Uh, it's kind of too on the nose. And then some people were standing up and I was like, I could go talk about the red. But then people were standing up and saying things like, um, Tessa Dare's book about a guy who's blind but not blind blind. And I was like, if I get up there and I'm like, a minotaur fucks her <laughs> on a boulder. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> she has a menage with a grandfather and a grandson. And yeah. the HEA is with the grandson. <laughs> I just felt that it was maybe... What a meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then a wine bottle. Like I just felt like it was a little... Too much. A little too bananas? I don't um, know. Yeah, that was just like, that was the best time I had it. Well, I shouldn't say that, but that was the best panel I went to at mm. KissCon because I sat between Jen Reed's Romance and Tessa Bailey and got to talk Ooh. about podcasts. How fun. Yeah, Tessa Three Bailey also just has. at the top of their podcasting game. <laughs> just like so talking true. business and like <laughs> networking. Yeah. That's yeah, a lie. I didn't Jen... really get to talk to Tessa Bailey as much as I would have liked to have networked with her, but that's fun. <laughs> yeah, Jen has Faded Mates, and then Tessa has Read Me Romance. Which I don't think we've talked about at all no, on the we podcast haven't. before. We've talked about Faded Mates before. Yeah, Guys, and it's go so good. check out Read Me Romance. That's yeah, a great one. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like an audible book over a week. And um, Tessa Bailey is actually uh, one of the writers for it as well. I mean, she is a writer, right? So it makes sense. But every week they do like a banter section at the beginning and then they have professional narrators come in and do a novella over five days. So I don't know. You get an HEA it's by like every free Friday. free audiobooks. Yeah. Banter. That's everything you've ever wanted. I mean, keep yeah. listening to us, but like that's a good one. Yeah. Like don't sell us out. Don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, don't like, go be away. cool, guys. 
Right. Be cool. There's room at the, There's the table room for, for everybody. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Rooney romance. That's a good one. They're, they're our friends. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. The Rose is bonkers. I'm so excited. I forgot it was on our list. I'm so fucking excited because it's a birthday present of my dreams. Can I also say everybody who got an arc of Tessa Bailey's new book, which mm-hmm. is Fix Her Up. Fix her up? Yes, I believe so. It's got a cute little ladder on the cover, Ooh. and they're like smooching over the ladder. It's really yeah. good. It's a fake engagement book. Like well, the the posters poster. God, you guys, the cover's really good. I haven't mm. read it, but everybody who got an arc of it at KissCon was saying that it was like the best. So that's yeah. good too. You should pick that up. Okay, have we? <gasps> okay, you guys have we bantered enough. <laughs> have we done enough for these people? This is, this is not that hard. You. you. This is not that hard. (laughs) You're just talking to your BFF. Just sit down. (laughs) All right. Right. I just pull up a chair. I need to have a seat. It's four in the morning. I should just sit down. I'm sorry. I'm just feeling a little cranky. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait. So, hey, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Also, happy Easter. It's Easter. It is Easter today. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Where do we? So we left off when they were like doing the smell hug, right? The smell like hug, the yeah. Smell hug. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. So she does all the photographying, <laughs> and he's real impressed, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's good at it. She's one she of the best the photographers around. Yeah. She's yeah. she's feeling it. She's like not taking pictures. Recently, she's been taking like product pictures of like mugs. She's got a little like white light box or whatever, and she's doing products and he's saying like she's not really doing any real photographs anymore so now she's like doing real photographs for the first time in a real long time it's very nice yeah so then we fast forward to wednesday um of that week she's exhausted to the bone and she's editing photos on her computer and jamie calls and she's like oh my god why is he calling like we're not talking right now is he dead but don't worry guys he's just calling to tell her that she's way she Tom is way too good for her and she doesn't have a chance and to stay away from him because she's the worst. <laughs> it devastated me. Oh my god. Devastated me. Can you imagine your your any family member or your friend or like let alone your twin telling you you're such a dirtbag that you can't have the man of your dreams? Oh, yeah, this conversation is so, so sad. And the way that she just takes it is really telling as well, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, sure. I'm terrible. Like, I get it. It's awful. It's awful. So then they hang up and Tom comes in mostly to yell at her, but she doesn't know that yet because he hasn't started yelling at her yet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like she she just can't do anything right. It's the worst. Yeah. So Tom comes in and um, they banter back and forth. And then he starts to go into telling her what she's done wrong. And she's like, careful. Otherwise, you're not going to get your present. Because Darcy mm-hmm. always takes care of Tom, and yes. she has made him a little desk in her office slash bedroom mm-hmm. because he can't handle his life. And he was like, oh, my God, I was about to start working out of my car. This is great. Mm-hmm. And she does this. I mean, she once again, she's so awkward. She's like, I'm not luring you in here for like any any purposes or anything. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm lured <laughs> because yes. the desk is so nice. So she is editing on her computer. She's editing photos of Truly's underswears because she's just had a passel of lady models in and she's been taking photo of people's butts. Uh Uh-huh. 
And so Tom's like, listen, this is a building site. You can't do that. Like, yeah. that's why I came in here. But also, what's going on with these underswears? Yeah. <laughs> Check out those butts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Truly shows up. Uh-huh. And Truly's like, you know, oh, my God. Did you love when Truly? So she presents her with sugar. And then she hugs her from behind. And she's uh-huh. like, Tom, I so you can have some of this candy if you tell me that you've been making her smile. Because, like, all she wants to do is make you happy. And she tries her little heart out. Uh-huh. It's truly such a good friend. I just, I felt it. So I wanted more of, like, how did Darcy meet Truly? How did they become BFFs? Like, they don't really seem to have, like, a ton in common. Did they grow up together? Was it, like, a high school friendship? Like, I wanted to know more about the I two know. of them. And if anything, this book was too short. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So. Ms. Thorne. Then he comes over and he stands her up and he gives her a big hug with his big hand on the back of her neck. And he's like, I've been throwing myself at her feet every day and she just doesn't notice. <gasps> and yeah, everyone swooned. It's true. It's one of those things. Is it's true. It's too true. It's too true. Oh, God. So, but, but we got to get down to business, Erin, because so much good shit happens in this scene. It's one of the funniest, well, sexiest not scenes. Down to I know. <laughs> I know. I'm Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. What do I need to do to like business oh up right now? So then, truly is like, P.S., I need a male model. And yes. Darcy's like, no, it's going to be a tsunami of dick pics if mm-hmm. I ask for male models online. I didn't then, even think about that. If you asked for male neither. models online, you would get like a tsunami of dick pics. That's so men. You, you Stop just say hi online. You just know. be anything <laughs> online and you get I know. dick pics. I know it's true. So truly, mm-hmm. good friend that she is, is like, hey, Tom, you and your perfect muscly behind. I think that you would be the best XL guy for this job. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he tries to be like, oh, no, my my butt's not up to scratch. And Darcy's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you have the best butt in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> you guys, Tom Velasco, he doesn't go to the gym. He just like <sighs> is a construction. He just like works hard. And it's know? not even like he does like gym squats. He's just like he he. Like he's it's, just lifting shit the yeah, right way. It's not like weights, you guys. It's like he's just bending at the wood knees wood and yeah, like rocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one. That's what builders do: wood, rocks, and stuff. No, I know. Well, I don't know. I was thinking of like you know, like bricks, <laughs> sure, or something foundations. I don't know what they do, but it's like heavy, and it's not like gym <laughs> stuff. It's like construction stuff. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> sorry so then truly sort of nicely strong arms him into it and darcy is sort of beside herself because she's about to see tom valeska's butt for the first time since he used to Uh swim in high school oh you guys she's not taking photographs but tom valeska the thing that calls calms him down is swimming and he has not been swimming i just want to say it's Mm -hmm. just as bad he's being just as bad on the other side taking care of himself yeah exactly well he is by lifting the rocks (laughs) at those knees tom (laughs) Velasco. yeah but darcy (laughs) used to go watch him swim from like the stands and like marvel Mm -hmm. at his body and he's not doing that anymore anyway sorry 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 this is the first time she's seen his butt in many years yeah, and his thighs too, his big his big corded thighs, Aaron. 
So sorry, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. got distracted. Okay, so <laughs> she turns around. <laughs> He's jingle jangling his pants down. <laughs> Can I just tell you something? <laughs> what? So I've been going to this new gym. <laughs> it's, it's boot camp gym, and the men there are very muscles, Ooh. and. One of them goes around and does all the... The women are also very muscles, but I mm. care less. The the men <laughs> go around and they demonstrate all the exercises that you're going to do today. You know, there's like usually like 25 exercises and they go around and do all of them. Do they do and it he, as a group? No, it's like it's <laughs> like you have stations. And you've got to move the stations and uh-huh. stuff. And anyway, so he goes to all the stations and he demonstrates them. And he went to okay. one and he was like doing like a, a bicep curl or whatever his arms were just like crazy and Whoa. we're like roughly five feet away from him uh-huh. and my friend molly goes oh my god look at his arms <laughs> fully audible <laughs> in front of like three people and then he looks directly at me and i'm like it wasn't me i i wasn't the one objectifying you out loud <laughs> God, <laughs> I keep that to myself. That yeah. is inner monologue I'm nonsense. The one who said that. I'm the one that said, "I know." Full <laughs> <at> volume. <laughs> Anyways, it was very embarrassing for me. <laughs> well, God bless Molly. <laughs> yeah. God bless him and his arms. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So he puts on these underswears that say irrational asshole which makes me so happy i don't know i feel like underwear that says irrational asshole it's like on your ass on your butt just, it like it <laughs> makes me think of ibs I like, know. like my my asshole is like not not being rational today like poops coming yeah. out everywhere like that's like that how... tomato sauce should not have had this effect exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see him wear these underpants because I would, but like I, would. I just wish it was a different would. slogan, <laughs> like jerk or something. Like you don't have to say asshole. Sure, it's sure, like sure. right there on your asshole. <laughs> it's like unpredictable asshole. It's like you don't want it that. <laughs> Nobody wants no. That. I would like to be able to predict. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right anyway sorry so, i want a rational asshole that's I what do. i want i want one I that do. plays by the rules uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so she starts clicking and clacking and they start talking and he like can't <laughs> so you call photography clickety clacking yeah click clack god i want to say it to a photographer now when are you gonna do your clicky clacks when are you gonna start clicky clacking yep all right never i'm gonna let you talk all the way this time start no go bing bong bong the book with melody well, let's go so she starts taking photos and he starts um you know sort of trying to get some info out of her and he's like, so what, why were, what happened in the kitchen? You know, like, I, I don't know, like, why did you do it? Tell me. And she's like, well, I mean, I've got a little bit of self-control left and uh, I don't know, because mm-hmm. whatever. And he's like, hold on, that was you with self-control? Mm-hmm. Yeah, d- literally ripping cabinet yeah. doors off and breaking them. And- yeah. <laughs> like mauling him and being like get in me <laughs> uh-huh. so i have to read this passage because it's so good he goes that was you with some control left he's incredulous i flash back to the breaking wood the pointing at the bedroom door the crude honesty but the mm-hmm. truth is it could have been worse 
Well, yeah. I lower the camera. I'm breathing heavily enough to fog the display. At this point, I'll destroy the lens. If I lost all control, I would have... I clicked the camera just to make noise. I probably would have... I cover my mouth like I'm trying to hold in a burp. I can't say it. I cannot. (laughs) Tell me, he says over his shoulder in that bass voice from the first morning on the work site when he said, unpack the equipment and the guys tucked tail and ran. It's a voice that you can't say no to. Fuck it. If he wants honesty, I'll give it to him. I would have undone your belt and gone down on my knees and made you pray to God. And he goes, oh, Jesus. And she goes, yeah, you would have been calling his name. (laughs) (laughs) And then she gets done photographing his butt. And she's like, okay, Uh I'm good. And he's like, well, I'm just going to stand here. And he's like, I'm not good. Not good. (laughs) I can't turn around. Yeah. She's like, no, seriously, turn around, Tom. Because he's got a boner, you guys. He has such a big boner. (laughs) (laughs) So he is like, you got to stop talking. And she takes that really harshly because she's like, man, Jamie never stops talking and he's his best friend. Like, why does he want me to Mm -hmm. stop talking? And he's like, your voice is so sexy. I cannot handle it. And (sighs) then I'm going to be honest with you, Aaron. He says the one thing that makes Tom Valeska not perfect. What? (laughs) He says, do you go around talking to every guy like this? And then he says, you got to be careful what you say to guys. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't take it that way at all. Didn't you? Oh, I did not I like, it. like that at all. So I thought see, I, I feel like Tom Baleska is in a place where he doesn't know whether or not Darcy's just fucking with him all the time by oh, saying sure. this flirty stuff or if she actually loves him as much as he loves her. And it's worth noting that in that conversation with Jamie that uh, Darcy had, Jamie was like, A, you don't deserve him and you're not good enough for him, but also like, don't fuck with him because he worships you. Like, good job, right. Jamie. Like, that's a terrible right. dual thing. Anyway, but I feel like he doesn't know whether she's fucking with him or not. And I think what he's saying is like, you can't just go around telling people like you're going to get on your knees and make them pray to God or they're going to get boners. Like, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Like, I didn't think, I didn't feel like it was a, I thought it was you're going to make men fall in love with you and get all horned up. Like, if you don't want that to happen, don't say things like that. That's what I thought it was. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. it's not, because he's I also mean, concerned with her safety at the bar. So maybe it is what you think it is, but that's not how I took it. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, either way, I think I just read it in the worst connotation. You know, I, I took the same thing from it, but I just read it in like a come on, dude kind of way, you know? <laughs> no, Tom Valeska well, is perfect. And how dare you? God damn it. Sure, um, so well and she very i mean i love darcy because she's like i i have never spoken to any man but you like that and i resent Uh the insinuation Uh and uh, it's great but wait so when he says i'm having a personal issue Uh when he can't turn around because of his big boner Uh she says yeah you and me both i've got a pack of double a batteries with my name on it (laughs) (laughs) my jeans feel like they've shrunk 10 sizes and the seam is nearly cutting me in half let's just get through this and he says give me a second and then he turns around and you guys oh my god guess what he's got a big dick it's the biggest boner she's ever seen (laughs) biggest one surprise yeah so then she's like all right let's just think about you know neutral things why don't you tell me about the renovation and i have to read this because she goes talk about the the guttering or the vents that big water stain in the kitchen ceiling how's that coming along or the 
I dig deep. The trellis, the pipes, the architraves, and the finials, and the... He cuts in despairing. I think you saying vaguely architectural terms is making it worse. (laughs) 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 It's so good. (laughs) So, finally... He gets through it. He gets his boner down. He thinks of his grandma and baseball and all the things you do. Yep. And he tucks tail and runs. And Mm -hmm. they get the photos and it's fine. Yep. So then... She invites everybody out for the Friday night thing, which we I think we kind of mentioned last episode. Yeah. So she's been working in the bathroom all day. And she does a really good job. Oh, she finds that uh, that tile with the tarot card on the back. Yeah. That Loretta left for her. I don't remember what card it was. It's probably It was the lady holding up open the lion's mouth. She said it was oh, maybe it was the strength. strength card. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? I don't know tarot. I mean, the strength card. Oh, God. They're going to kill me, Holly. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> They're going to kill me. I'm bad at tarot guys i'm not great at it everybody's pretty good at being like oh this could mean this or that or like i'm pretty blunt (laughs) you what um well like to get into their facebook group this is the wildly tarot uh girls that are also hbs that's a great podcast about tarot Mm -hmm. they were like what's your favorite tarot card and i was like three of swords because i just like giving it straight can't mean anything good it's just bad 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 like there's no like (laughs) this could be this or this could be this it's just like you're fucked and like so is your life So, like, I don't know. I feel like strength is just a pretty literal card. It just, it means, you know, strength. But they're gonna, they're gonna kill me for that because it's very... <laughs> you could read a whole book on what every card means and I'm bad at it. So... All right. It's just like strength. It's just like being strong. It's just like getting over <laughs> stuff in life and like being strong she said <laughs> something know. about perseverance or something yeah, sure 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 like <laughs> you draw the strength card and i'm just like congratulations mel you're strong that's why i'm bad at <laughs> tarot but it's like it's like getting over all your emotional bullshit which you know i think is mm. important for these two you know like it's getting over the emotions and like being able to overcome whatever is in your way like whatever blockages are in your way you get rid of that and then you're you're strong <laughs> Sorry, I just like, or, you know, it's also like the kind of like completion of like, you're getting over a illness, or you're getting over a heartbreak, or you're getting you, you've, you know, I think I feel like I'm saying this same thing 15 times. It's strength. It's getting some strength going. So that's really cool. Because Loretta would have known that they'd find it in the renovation after she died. Sure. You know, I don't know. When did she make the house? Oh, she's been living in it for years, and she—I'm I'm sure she always like had the, the plan. House, or do you think she placed it at some point later? Well, it was the one salmon tile in all of the. It was the one tile she mm-hmm. replaced in the bathroom. Oh, right, right. She replaced it. Yeah, yeah. And I think she made it a different color to make sure mm-hmm. that they knew which one it was. And it's mm-hmm. so wow, Loretta. Loretta is like low key champ of this story. Because she really brings it all together. Yeah, Loretta's great. But, like, uh, kind of the tarot person is in me is like, what you do with that deck, though? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that a deck she liked? Because, like, it's done now. It doesn't have a strength card. That's important. It's major. It's major yeah. arcana you can't read anymore. Like, oh, man. She may as well just put the whole fucking deck in the bathroom <laughs> behind all the tiles. But that is... The- <laughs> That is the type of personality I have. Okay. (laughs) 
So anyway, um, she's bonding with the guys. She has sort of like her her heart chorus goes off at one mm-hmm. point and she almost falls over. Yeah, she tries to lift a thing of bo- of tiles and she gets all fluttery. Yeah. And the guys are like, clearly Tom has told the guys about her yeah. heart condition. And then she gets a little pissed because they're all like, mm-hmm. are you OK? Also, Tom has told her that the youngest guy working on the thing uh-huh. is like probably might fall in love with her and like to be cool mm-hmm. about it. Okay. Yeah. And also Tom walked by while she had her hand on a crowbar and he like had to do a triple take and she was like, This is a look that works for you and he's just like, Ugh <laughs> like, I gotta you gotta walk away. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so anyway, he comes in and he's like, Hot damn, like you did all this by yourself. This is amazing and he yeah. hugs her and she feels like she's floating three feet off the ground. Uh-huh. And she's like, his Pride is the best drug in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Alex is like, man, I can't wait till Friday. The young one, the young dumb one. Mm-hmm. And Tom's like, so what's <laughs> happening on Friday? And she's like, oh, yeah, I invited all the guys down to my bar. I'm going to do cheap drinks. You can't come because you're the boss and burp, mm-hmm. burp, And he... But- she also when she did this for the guy when she said like hey guys you can come to the bar on friday we'll do cheap drinks and celebrate the end of the first week she Mm -hmm. turns to the young one and she's like i'm not in love with you everyone's invited (laughs) (laughs) that was really funny yeah anyway so he freaks out on her and is basically like like, he like kicks the door closed and stuff and he's like you do end of the work party at the end of the work We've got three months of this. Burp, 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 burp. And she's like, you're being irrational and you're mm-hmm. being mean and you're not a nice guy. And when was the last time you had a life? And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't have a life because I don't have time. And it just turns into this whole thing. And then and she's also, like, like kick that door leaving. closed. I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he kicked that door closed, I was like, mm. I know. I was like, maybe you could do this with her pushed up against the wall yeah, or something, you know? Just push her up against know. the wall, like, a little maybe. bit? Like, just a little bit? Or maybe she could push him up against the wall. I don't know. But also, anyway, like, just, like, every fight and every conversation they have, there's, like, all this stuff that gets said. Like, he's yeah. like, I don't want these guys getting caught up in the Darcy Bennett whirlwind. Believe me, once you're in it, you can't get out. Meaning that they're all mm-hmm. going to, like, fall in love with her. And he's like, you know, this has been plaguing me my whole life. You're not mm-hmm. going to do your little, like, witchcraft on them because I need their heads in the game because my head's yeah. not in the game kind of thing. Oh, It's so good. So she's like, I'm fucking off for the afternoon. And he's like, Jamie called that you'd quit in the first week. Like, y- mm. you want to make him right? And she's like, I'm not quitting. I'm just making myself scarce because I obviously fuck every single thing up that I try to do around here. He's trying to get her to stay. He's like, man, it must be nice to leave every time it gets hard. And she's like, so she goes to her um, down to her little bedroom area and she calls Truly and she attempts to she tells Truly everything that happened, including the heart episode, the fact that she's not eating. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, and tried to be nice and like throw the guys a party. And Truly is very nicely like, ooh, yeah, that seems like a really bad idea since they have to work really hard for you for the next three months. God, and she's like, this is If I ever call you her. like this, do not be like, yeah, that was a bad idea. Like, are you kidding me, Truly? Just be but like, she, yeah, he's in, the, he's, he's in the wrong. It doesn't matter if he is or not, Truly. Truly. But she makes a good point because she's like, listen, 
you're not a bartender. You're a photographer. You don't have to always ply people with drinks. I'm sure you can do something else that will make the guys really happy and create a team environment. And so she's like, everybody's right. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she goes up and she calls all the guys together and she makes this big speech. And Tom is very obviously prepared for her to just like burn it down and walk away. Mm-hmm. But she's like, listen, how about pizza on Friday? We're not doing drinks, but I'll buy everybody pizza. And they all cheer. And Tom uncrosses his arms and gets this little smile on his face. And he's like, all right, get back to work, Darcy. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. <laughs> he loves having her on his job site, you guys. Yeah. Oh, then later that night, he's like, I'm going to go to the gym to shower. And she's like, you're going to get some chlorine on you or you're not coming back. And he's yes. like, I can't. I don't have time. And so she thinks to herself, like, what could I do to give him a little bit more time? His phone rings. And so she reaches. I mean, this is such a move, you know, uh-huh. she reaches around him <laughs> into his move. back, <laughs> such a move into his back pocket, plucks out his phone, answers three calls and takes messages and is like, I am now answering your phone from now on. You are going to live a little bit. So go uh-huh. swim. And he looks like he's going to worship her, you guys. Uh-huh. I mean, he's going to worship her. Just get down on his knees right there and just, okay, I'm running away with my thoughts. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it fast forwards again, like a week or a couple of weeks. It fast forwards a week and she comes home from a shift. She's in, she comes home and, and goes into her bedroom, which is where he's working at his dedicated desk. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what? What? I'm sorry. I just stumbled across that fight in the bathroom took a long time. So I was like, zip, zip, zip in my pages. And I was like, oh, what's the next notes I took? Like 20 pages later, it's the same fight in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he does kind of get her against a wall. I just want to put it out there for all the people who are like, I was considering reading this book, but he doesn't get her against a wall. (laughs) No, he did. And she was like, Megan probably loved it when you got like this, you know, oh, like all fierce. Right. That was that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Megan never came to my job site. And she's like, oh, <laughs> I knew. Yeah. And then he's like, and I never got like this. I've never uh-huh. been like this with anybody but you. Yeah. And <sighs> she gets real horned up. And then That's she's right. like, <laughs> goes, As she should. Because <laughs> I can see that you like hearing that. And she's uh-huh. like, zing. And she's like, my animal loves your animal. Let's be mm-hmm. animals together. Yes. Let's so I just want to put it out backs. there. Yeah. That Guys, not, I just got Shakespearean. That no, was I'm like sorry. a 20 page. No, Aaron, what? take a moment and what? register that I got Shakespearean. God damn it. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. I am so unfamiliar with whatever you're talking about that I can't acknowledge it. What do you I need me that- to acknowledge? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I said that she wants to she wants to be a beast with two backs with him. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. I guess Shakespearean, but it's gross. It is it's quite gross I think it's from Othello. He was a gross dude, that Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Creative though, you know. All right. No, I didn't hear that because I was talking over you. It's one of the hallmarks <laughs> of our podcast, guys. Yes. Two ladies just laughing as loud as they can into the microphone and talking at the same time. That's, That's what we're one. about up That's here. Heaving I, do, I do edit a lot of that out, but I can't get all of it. No, I can't get all of it because it's <laughs> all we do. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've had to like mute one of us and decide which one is funnier and then... <laughs> 
I can't tell you what I edit. What I'll do is like if I think both of us are funny, I'll move it so that I oh, say something too. and then I make you say something after me so it's not the same time. And then sometimes sometimes when I'm editing, I'll hear the funny thing you said for the first time because I didn't say it because I was shouting my own thing. And I'll be like, oh, that was real funny back there. But I just steamrolled right over her with my own jokes. Anyways. Ooh, yep, I do that too. In 2019. Okay. So, um, she comes back in and he's <laughs> April. We really need to get on that. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Ooh. Chapter 16. That's the one. Are you ready? So she comes back from a, a thing at the bar and she's like, he's like, hey, I went through your, your camera and you're taking some really good photos. And she's like, oh, wait till you see what I took tonight. Mm-hmm. And she shows him a bunch of photos that she took of the bikers at her bar. Mm-hmm. And he's like a little unsettled because he's always in protector mode. But he's also like, I know you handle yourself. I just I'm really glad that you're taking photos that you like again. And oh, and then he gets another dig at Alex. He sort of rankles at her relationship with Alex. He's like, I really thought that uh, Alex the would one. be your muse. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, he's got no bones. He's got no shadows. I'm not inspired by him. And it's it's really cute that she puts him at ease like that. Mm-hmm. And then as they're talking, oh, he suggests a photo book. He's mm-hmm. like, if you don't want to do like a gallery thing or whatever, because she confesses to him that she thinks the award and that show that she did with Jamie sort of was the worst thing for her career because it made mm-hmm. her think that she couldn't succeed without Jamie. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he suggests a photo book and they start talking about that. And then he's like, hey, a really smart person told me that I don't have a life recently. So do you want to go get a life together? Mm-hmm. I would like to take you out to some drinks maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Which is going to be a Saturday, you know, date night for mm-hmm. people to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to say when they're doing the underswears and now she brings up the possibility of like when they talk about her photographing, like doing more photography, she talks about like, yeah, "Yeah, I've really got to get out of here as soon as I can find my passport and this renovation is done. I'm going to go. She he's like, you know, you could make motorcycle clubs like your thing and do this book. And she's like, yeah, I could go all around the world photographing different motorcycle clubs in different cities and countries. And he's like, or you could just focus on this club and stay here in this bed where I'm at. And she's like, need to find that passport. You know, know. she's the worst. Um, Yeah. So anyway, I just want to mention that again. Like she constantly is like, where the fuck is my passport? I know. Like Jamie has it. She thinks her brother stole it. Yeah, she thinks he stole it. But it's making him feel real bad that she wants to leave always. Well, and it's funny because her out loud words um, don't match her inner monologue. Because every time this happens, she's like, man, it would feel really, really good to just like be settled. And then she's like, yeah, I can't wait to get my my wanderlust back again you know the worst yeah she doesn't know what she wants you guys well she knows what she wants she just cannot admit it Mm -hmm. so okay so then it fast forwards to the next scene they're about to go out he's talking to some specialty demo guys Mm -hmm. and wait i'm sorry tell me everything (laughs) before they go out wait maybe this is where you're going i don't know but they have the smell conversation before they go out to the bar no i forgot that was before i thought that was during go i don't know maybe i didn't highlight anything at the bar but i cannot i will never forgive myself if i didn't highlight anything at the bar it's impossible it's absolutely impossible (laughs) (laughs) the bar was such an amazing scene (laughs) what fair 
the, the bar was such an amazing scene. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my god. The but tension. Before that, before that, before that, before that. So sorry, 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 sorry. You're right, you're right. She <laughs> says something about like how perfect Megan is or whatever and how he probably wants Megan back or whatever, whatever, whatever. And he tells her that Megan was great and she was fine, but she never smelled right to him. <gasps> this was, oh no, this was at the bar because... Nope. Oh, was it? Because, yeah, because they're talking about her parents and, and he's like, you know, it was your parents that actually made me realize that things weren't right with Megan. And she was like, what the fuck did they do? And he's like, no, 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 no. I just saw them, you know, they're 30 years into their relationship. I was reno- I was renovating their place mm-hmm. and I saw your dad walk up to your mom and smell her neck like at the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm going to do that when I get home. I'm going to go up to Megan. I'm going to smell her. And I'm going to see if it like rekindles some things. Mm-hmm. So Tom Valeska, the worm that he is, uh-huh. goes right up to a lady who we find out is not his mate mm. and smells her up. And she pushes him away and tells him that he's sweaty. And she, and he is like, wow, you don't smell right at all. <sighs> and then they have a very amicable breakup that night. Yeah. Because neither of them are really happy. And then Darcy in her oh, internal man. monologue says... I remember his inhale at my shoulder on that first morning of the renovation and the way he held it. The warm exhalation blowing down my tank top. Did I smell right? I decided to forge on ahead with our evening. It's like, yeah. You did, dude. (sighs) So this bar scene, he like pulls her stool over. They're going. And she's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to flirt. Wait, no, but it's because he sees Vince or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. She's like, we can try to like flirt with people. And then a lady makes eyes at Tom and she immediately like looks over at her and mouths fuck off with like this killing stare. <laughs> to the lady, to the like, lady. Yeah, to the lady, to the lady. And she's like, okay, so I cannot, cannot do it. And then he sees that Vince is there and he pulls her over close in between, like his god. stool closer. He she's bracketed between, between his thighs. Legs. Oh god. Well, oh my god. Okay, so they're on bar stools, you guys. Yeah, this they is, are. Listen. The five men that are listening to this podcast. <laughs> Take Good note. morning. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I believe all of you are married, but that doesn't mean that you can't do this with your wives. That's what I'm saying. Slash husbands. But I feel like it's more of a lady move. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, she's sitting at the bar stool. He reaches yeah. between her legs, grabs Mm-mm-mm. the bar stool. D- d- I ugh. I just thought about that. But anyway, grabs the bar stool. It's gross under there. Oh, anyway, bah, nobody cares. Moves it toward toward him and then puts his knee like, oh, God. Brackets like, her between his her, thighs. Oh, oh, you guys. Mm-mm. What a move. You guys, that is such a move. It's so good. Yeah. And she is appropriately dazzled. Yes. And so she's like, so he's like, hey, don't look now, but Vince is here. She's like, oh, yeah, it's his usual spot, blah, blah, blah. And she starts to second guess herself. Oh, because then he starts, he like tucks some hair behind her ear and puts his, oh, yeah. He puts his hand on her jaw. I can read the whole fucking thing if you want. (laughs) Tom spots something or someone. It's Vince. There's a frown on his brow. And then he turns back to me with an idea in his eyes. He puts a hand between my legs and drags my stool closer until I'm in the frame, until I'm in the frame of his spread denim thighs. It's oh the best boy. seat in the goddamn house. The warmth mm-hmm. of his skin engulfs me and the noise from the room recedes. His hand cups my jaw and my face is tilted as he speaks into my ear. Don't look now. That's the end of the chapter. But there's more. 
uh-huh. <laughs> in following chapters. And then he chapters. like drags his hand down her oh, neck onto her collarbone. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's the, oh, I love this. She says something like, it's the move of a consummate womanizer. And that's how I know it's not real. Mm-hmm. And basically oh, she yeah. starts, yeah, oh, go, go, God. go. Yeah, but you you said it verbatim because you Did know I? it really well. Yeah, it says, <laughs> um, Vince is here with somebody else. He's speaking, blonde, early 20s. He's seen us. After trailing his fingers down my throat, oh boy. he hands me my wine glass. It's the smooth move of a consummate womanizer. That's how I know it's fake. <laughs> <sighs> I'm really proud of myself, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> i oh, haven't God. read this it's... book 14 times in the last week yeah and she's like yeah this is his hangout and he goes is that why you brought me here and she says relax baby and she links his fingers her fingers into his and squeezes you're not part of a revenge plot you're the beautiful irreplaceable tom valeska and i'm the luckiest woman alive to be sitting between your thighs oof mm-hmm. so this scene is does a lot of the same throughout uh-huh. right you guys, if you read Acomath and you were obsessed with the throne scene, uh-huh. this oh. is very similar Ooh, in my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The tension is just, I mean, it's biteable. It's, it's high. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so, so anyway, she keeps on going back and forth as to whether or not this is real. Then finally, she's like, because he says he wants to, he told her he wanted to take her out because he had to talk to her about something. And so she's like, oh, man, it's almost on TM. She's like, okay, is this is what we have to talk about, right? Because we have to they, talk about, they like. They start talking about their sexual chemistry. Yeah. While nuzzling and, like, uh-huh. nearly kissing each other and, like, and they're squeezing touching each other. biceps and thighs Oof. and, like. They talk about how their chemistry is kitchen smashing intense um, oh. and how she wants to consume him, body and yeah. soul. Oh, my gosh. And then he says, what if... Oh, because then they start talking in hypotheticals. And she's like, if I was here with my guy... Because he asked if... I if done um, this and that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He asked them if anybody's ever been like hers. And she's like, no, once somebody's mine, they're going to be mine forever. Yeah. She's like, I would be here and I would be touching him and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well what if your guy didn't want to be consumed body and soul? And so she gets kicked back a notch and she's like, oh, that's right. We're talking about a guy who is not Tom Valeska because I cannot have Tom Valeska. Okay. Like, I guess I just have to Mm -hmm. hope that he wants what I want. And then he immediately soothes her and he's like, no, 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 don't, don't think like that. Your Mm -hmm. guy is absolutely going to want your hands and only your hands. And then she's like, you're really good at this. And he goes, if I was good at this, I'd tell you what I would do to you when we get home. Uh-huh. And she's like, ah, what, what would you do? And he like checks himself and he's like, oh God, I can't. Yeah. I can't. That's kind of where like it ends. That. But right before that is this oh. paragraph. May yeah. I say that Melody didn't read any of that? And it was, again, <laughs> nearly verbatim. <laughs> she's saying to him, your jeans are tight enough that I can almost make it out. Meaning his penis. His bone. Um, <laughs> I just, I just love. For some reason, like I just love saying out loud, like she's referring to his penis because it's just so funny to me. Only me, probably. Okay, all right. It says his fingers are on my hips now, sliding into my belt loops. The tiny tug he gives me rocks me another half inch into him. I'm turned on in public on another goddamn stool. Hey, you're (laughs) blushing. That's a pretty pink. He presses a kiss to my cheekbone, sits back, Mm -hmm. and smirks in Vince's direction. 
Oh, anyway, sorry. So, so uh, but anyway, so then they they break it off, and then well, that's no, when so she's, then like, she's like, "Are we having our conversation?" And right. he's like, "Oh, that's right, the conversation that I needed to have with you." And she's thinking to herself, "Like, yeah, it's about us boning. It's about us becoming more than friends." And he goes, "I want to talk to you about smashing your favorite chimney. We got to oh take the God. chimney out. We got to take that wall out." And she just. She just deflates like a hot air balloon. Like yeah. she just immediately sinks into a puddle on the earth because she's so humiliated. A, because that's not the conversation he wanted to have. But also because like when all the guys first arrived on the building site, the first thing out of her mouth was, all right, guys, you know, knock over whatever you want, but no one is touching this chimney. All right. Is that understood? Like that's her yeah, you- favorite part of the house, too. So it's like a double punch. Right. She says something like you will treat this chimney like a human baby <laughs> or something like that oh and then he does the meanest thing in my humble opinion and also in darcy's opinion Mm -hmm. because he's like all right just imagine with me here close your eyes you're napping on the couch and you wake up and i'm in the kitchen chopping vegetables oh god and i'm like oh you're awake i need to make you food because you need to eat after you've been (laughs) napping and you look past the dining room table that has a bunch of pink oriental lilies on it because i got them for you because that's your favorite flower i can think about was that tom hiddleston chinese commercial for centrum vitamins you know about it no (laughs) okay those of you who know about i can't do the whole thing right now but there's this commercial it's a chinese i believe it's a chinese commercial for centrum vitamins where tom it's like a pov and tom hiddleston is like chopping you like weird breakfast vegetables which like may be a thing in china i'm not sure and then like he gives you your centrum vitamins and then he's like i have to go away for three weeks (laughs) then he leaves it's supposed to be like a magical female fantasy but it's kind of like you just gave me vegetables and then left on business for three weeks. Anyway, if you know about it, you know about it and you're laughing. If not, I'm sorry that I wasted your time, but go find it. It's hilarious. Tom okay. Hiddleston. I think it's Centrum and I think it's Chinese. I'm sorry if I'm wrong on either of those points, but I'm like 90% sure. So, okay. Here we go. Fair enough. Anyway, it reminded me of this, reminded me of that. I was like, it's not actually yeah. that romantic, you guys. <laughs> So she's like, all right, you know, fine, you can knock down the chimney. But this was really fucking unprofessional. Yes. She says, was this Jamie's idea? Go ahead right. and like take me out and ply me with drinks and stuff. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, this was the unprofessional. Clients. Then she twists away and signals to the bartender and says, your second worst whiskey, please. <laughs> Which I, thought I love was that. Great. I loved it. Yeah, it's... They get a big, big old fight. And, and he's like, here's what just happened. A Darcy Barrett looks at me with a question in her eyes. And I know what the question is. And I panicked and I blew it. And I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. I'm not brave like you. And she goes, I'm sick of being the brave one. I need to be met 50 50 here because basically like I've been like worried sick that you're the last person that I can lose. And I uh-huh. don't want to fuck this up. And he's like, you cannot lose me. That is not possible. Can I read more, though? Yeah. I know you didn't mean it, but you telling me things that yes. will never happen, not in that house and never with you, it hurts. And well, fuck it. If it's so important to you, knock the goddamn fireplace down. I seize the glass of whiskey and absorb it into my very being. Oh. I can't take the look in his eyes as I walk to the bathroom and spend a few minutes just staring at myself in the mirror. I wipe off my lipstick and jam my fingers into my remaining hair. I overlay Megan on top of me and my eyes fill with tears. I want to go to the second stall from the end and flush my heart. If this is what being brave feels like, then color me yellow for the rest of my life. Because she feels like she finally said the thing she needed to say and he's 
it's not only rejection, it's also knocking down her fucking fireplace. Yeah. So she comes out and Vince stops her and he's like, hey, the lady I'm here with won't stop talking about her rescue rabbits. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not an important point, but it made me laugh no, wait, so it's hard. Because Sally Thorne is so funny and she yes. she'll put something like that in and it's like, oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Vince and his comedic relief. Oh, man. So she's like, I'm here with Tom. And he's like, I mean, but you're not, like, having a good time and, you know, we should, like, just go bang it out, basically. Yeah, like, as if she's not having a good time from what he can see across the room. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. With them just <laughs> okay, canoodling Vince. aggressively. Yes. <laughs> Did you Stop say projecting, Vince. With your fingers? What? Did you say noodling? Canoodling. Oh, canoodling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do another tangent. No, I'm not. do it, do it. I often talk about noodling. Uh, <laughs> you've seen me. <laughs> That's like how you catfish, right? Or is that in the crawfish show. fishing? Hillbilly hand fishing. It's <laughs> one of my no, favorite things not. in the world. <laughs> they, they take the fans. It's a, it's a reality show. It's just about noodling for catfish. And they take That's their how hands, you catch they put it in the water, they wiggle their fingers around, and they call it noodling. And then the catfish bites down on your whole hand. And, and then you, you grab the catfish and you yank it out of the water. Hillbilly hand vision. And so <laughs> I'll often noodle for things um, <laughs> around the house. <laughs> um, I noodle for coffee. I noodle for rooster. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, I my wish gosh. Like, Hillbilly hand fishing and the MTV show Catfish would have a crossover episode. Oh. But it's never going to happen for me. Anyway, Hillbilly Handfish, and it's one of the (laughs) finest shows on television. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay, So then Tom appears out of the crowd, and he's like, he immediately grabs her, like, by the, he doesn't grab her. He holds her by her waist right behind Mm -hmm. her, and he's like, don't come around. Just fuck off. Don't call. Don't text. I'm here now, and you're no longer welcome. Vince mm-hmm. is like, listen, you don't got to be rude. And he's like, no. And Vince is like, she's going to leave, dude. And he goes, yeah, she is going to leave. But I am going to have her for every second that I possibly can. And so then he walks with her still in front of him. He's just like, they're just walking step by step out of the mm-hmm. bar. People are getting out of their way because Tom Valeska's got murder and sex in his eyes all yeah. at the same time. He's Whoa. also 17 feet tall. He and is. five feet and wide. And you should see his cock, you guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's ready. It is. It's basically a, a, a flagpole in between them, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. The flagpole. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a flagpole, but I heard like flag and I was like, it was flapping in the wind. Like, I don't know. No, nothing no, about that flagpole flap. Got it. Yeah. I understand now. <laughs> that turgid member. So <laughs> they go outside. Sorry about and- that cough, you guys. <laughs> it was when she said turgid member, I couldn't uh, down my coffee. Yeah. So then they go home and she's like, okay, on the way home, I kind of lost my nerve. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It was just, we just kept on looking at each other during, Mm -hmm. during stoplights. And I like, I, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I know what I have to do. I have to go inside the house and say goodbye to the chimney. I keep mm-hmm. saying chimney. Fireplace, you guys. <laughs> Nobody cares about the chimney. <laughs> you stand in front of the fireplace. <laughs> God damn it. So, you know what? I only ever had wood stoves. So, I don't, you know, 
I can't uh-huh. be held responsible. God, I wish somebody would demolish my fireplace. It's got this gross green tile on it. I've wanted to remodel oh. it ever since I moved in, but... Haven't done it yet? You gotta hire yourself a Tom Valeska, you know? Well, I tried to, but then they did, like, a thing, uh, what you call it, appraisal? What What do you call it when they come and tell you how much it's yeah, gonna be? Yeah, an appraisal. $7,000, so I was like, mm-hmm, <laughs> that, that <laughs> That's shit can That's why wait. they're knocking down the chimney yeah, and the fireplace. Exactly, Both of them. yeah. <laughs> so... She goes to go inside the house and say goodbye to the fireplace. And he's like, hey, why don't we do that later? Like, we'll just go to the house around the side and we'll just go yeah. around back and, you know, I can put it in you or whatever. And <laughs> she's like, he doesn't say that, you guys. No, That's not at all what he says. But she's she thinks that this is really odd and it's very, like, weirdly insistent. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, hold on. I smell a rodent. Mm-hmm. So she goes inside and the fireplace and the wall are gone. Gone already. And there's like bricks everywhere. So it's- he didn't ask for permission. Mm-mm. He had already done it when he took her out and got her drunk. He didn't get her drunk, yeah. guys. Don't worry about that. No, it's okay. But yeah. Yeah. Awful. And so they have a knockdown drag out fight. Um, Horrible. We find out in this fight. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, we find out in this fight that he has messed up his numbers. Um, He's basically doing this renovation for free because of a, an error in a spreadsheet and his margin's not going to cover wages for the guys and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that, you know, he basically thinks he's a huge failure. And he's like, you call me the perfect man, but I can never live up to that. And she's like, no, you're perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Do we find out anything else in this fight that's important? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please just read the resolution because it's so good. Yeah. So it's, they just keep, why, you know, why do you do this? Why do you do that? She says, you're perfect for me. And she asks, do you want me? And he says, I've wanted you my whole life. And she says, then have me, choose me. And he's like, I fucked up. I'm not the person you expected to me. And she says, I don't care. Yeah. Then is one of the most beautiful pages I've ever read in a romance novel. Thank you. I cried like a fucking Uh baby. In the, again on the airplane. <laughs> I know. Can I can I read it? I've got it. You have a better voice, so you can. Oh read my it. gosh, that's not true. Just okay, do it. No, let's read it at the same time. No. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> creepy twins from The Shining? Yeah. All right, go. Do so it. So it says, "His unforgettable eyes are the last thing I see before he pulls me up onto my tiptoes and puts his mouth on mine. Thunder cracks above us, and then the world goes silent." In a parallel dimension, we've always been right here in this doorway. Since that night when I was an idiot 18-year-old and I replied, I know. In this different timeline, he swallowed the hurt and decided to be patient one last time. He knocked on the house of Destiny's front door, put his mouth on mine, and we've been kissing ever since. We've survived in that alternate reality, backlit by thunderstorms and summer days. I'm crying right now. Holiday fireworks illuminate our faces. Years have passed for us there, in daylight and darkness. My hair grew down to the ground, autumn leaves gathered at our ankles, and the seasons turned like a kaleidoscope behind us. We've never endured another's touch, and we've never had to be apart. It's the place my true heart has always existed, beating, unfaltering, and perfect. And it's been safe, because it's with him. (laughs) No! I it is so beautiful that the whole alternate reality thing was just yeah. gorgeous. And then it says, "Now we're leaning through the web thin layer into this dimension and sinking into these older bodies. Every other kiss I've had in my life has been wrong. 
I've always known it. Oh, she talks about how she's never stuck around with other guys. She's never chosen a man that her heart could love. And then this kiss then turns into like the present moment delicious. He like he puts his knee in between her thighs and hitches her up. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has this moment where he like tries to pull back a little bit because he's thinking to himself, this is too much for a first Mm-mm. kiss. It's too animalistic. She, it's too deep. Let him do it. And she says, um, she says, don't you dare. Don't go easy on me. And then he goes right back in, like, just with so much relief. And then he pulls back and he goes, no one is kissing you anymore. He tells me in a conversational hush, mm-hmm. not breaking our contact. Your mouth is mine. <sighs> we don't care about the mess. It's the fastest way. So we stumble through the ruined house in the dark. Every time I trip, his hands pull me upright. Like bad, selfish humans, we pause at the back door and kiss again to fortify ourselves for the run through of the overflowing gutters. Ah, uh, I just, oh, if his tongue promises me more if I can just make it to the studio. I'd swim the English Channel if I had to. <laughs> it's just so good. I just love the image of them just like stumble. They're trying to like make out and like walk uh-huh. at the same time and like trying to trip over those bricks and trying to get to the backyard. They've got to let the dog out. But they're trying to like yeah. make out while they let out the dog. Like, uh-huh. It's so good. He's like, you've had a kiss like that in you the whole time. Uh-huh. And uh, man, and then, oh, oh my um, gosh. It's on TM. Yeah. Oh, it is on <laughs> TM. And this sex scene, everyone, is it's so good. I don't have words for it. And it's it's a good fucking thing. It's so good, comma, Sally, because it's the <laughs> only one we get. <laughs> that's true and i wasn't upset about it me i would no i wasn't upset i would i no. got what i listen i don't need to say words like she that was anymore. satisfied <laughs> got what i needed i'll tell I you that very much. satisfied <laughs> no but i like i read this on the plane i was like finally i can sleep because i just it's this was a slow burn this is a slow burn i'm at 71 percent in this book when this thing happens and and really you're more like 80 percent because of the two <laughs> epilogues little yeah. did i know that's <laughs> the worst part of this book is when i'm like 81 <laughs> percent what <laughs> we're like 81 percent mine sally <laughs> i was like but remember when i finished the hating game and i was like this is the first yeah. time i got to the end of the book and i was like where is more book though this I know. Is, I was legit pissed. Like, I was mm-hmm. legit angry when this book ended, which is not her fault. <laughs> no, she's just too good. Yeah. She's too good at what she does. Yes. <sighs> so, anyway, okay, the so sex this, scene is poetry. It's amazing. So, they like get on the bed, and uh, um, she says, You finally caught up. I tore a room apart and told you to get in my bed, and you just, he tips me down onto the bed. I'm going to make up for it. I promise, he says with a smile in his voice. I feel the downward dip of his body and he's breathing against the side of my neck. I say up to the ceiling, tell me I smell right. He senses the uncertainty underlying my sharp order. You smell like the only person. You smell like the only person, everyone. (laughs) So good. God. So this is, so one of my favorite moments in this sex scene is... She's like into it. She's like, let's get a condom. And he grabs one and then he flips her over mm-hmm. and like pulls on her ankles or something like that. And she has what she calls a 
a flashback to bad sex. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, no, I've been waiting for this literally my whole life. We Mm -hmm. just had this amazing lead up and he's just going to shove it in doggy style Mm -hmm. immediately. And yeah, like the wall of Winnipeg. Is that what's happening here? After 71 (laughs) percent of his book, he's just going to flip me over and have like gentle doggy style sex with me. Is that what's going to happen? I'd be pissed too, Darcy. But thankfully, we're not reading that book. We're reading this book. Anyway, sorry. Guys, he he's just flipped her over so that he can read her underswears. Yeah. And it's really good. Oh, my gosh. He spends a lot of time on her nipple piercing, which I don't know if we mentioned. She got oh, a yeah, nipple she's piercing, got a nipple you guys. Piercing. She told him about oh. it earlier in the book, and you could tell he just couldn't stand that it existed. Like, he's he, like, yeah. Ah, well, she told ugh. him that. She told him that she had a piercing, oh, and he right. looked at all the normal piercing places, and then he just kept on scrolling in his mind, and he could not handle it. He had, like, a circuit board break. But I, I want to say later on, she wore, like, a tank top that clearly exhibited it, yeah. and he, like, lingered. Yeah, like, he definitely saw it mm-hmm. at some point. I don't remember. Yeah. Then um, they make out some more, and they do a bunch of amazing things. You should absolutely read it, please. When he takes his dick out. She says, oh, God, that's right. I forgot about your dick. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's huge. Uh-huh. <sighs> she also says Tom Valeska get in me again. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, sorry. sorry, she sorry, does. sorry. I just want to read does. it again. I know. I just want to read the whole you thing to you. Yeah. Can we turn this into read me romance? No, not today. <laughs> um, there's a place you can get that, you guys. Yeah, and I think there's probably like a problem with that. <laughs> if we just read authors' <laughs> books out loud and then capitalize on it. <laughs> so, oh man, and then, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's like, you know me pretty well already. And he goes, not the way I want to. He feels me lift my hips in reply, and his hand, um, his hands jerk my jeans to my knees. And then he goes, but now is a good point to ask if you want to continue, and if you don't, that's completely fine. And then she goes, please, please, enthusiastic yes, pitiful begging, etc. I am not even kidding. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> oh. So then... Then he's like, how's your little spool? He's in her. He's on top of her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm about to just respond with the, the requisite fine. But then she's like, no, this is Tom Valeska. We take care of each he other. He understands me. Yeah. So I'm going to check in and really do it. And so she lets him in. Nobody else has ever known about her heart condition. No one else she had sex with. That's what I mean. Yeah. So she's like, just FYI, um, if you... Like, I might get too hot or if I start feeling um, claustrophobic or whatever, I might have a an episode and then I can't come, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so he As then... that's the, like, I don't know. I feel like I might have an episode, like, the worst case scenario, I can't come. It's like, no, worst case scenario, your heart is stops or whatever. I mean, sure. But what other awful nightmare <laughs> I knew, I knew as, as I said that, I was like, Melody's not going to be on board with this. No. As soon as I started to say it, I was like, worst case scenario, I don't come. There are worse worst things. Case, and then your no. whole face was like, there aren't worse things. <laughs> Sorry. Moving not on. when you're with Tom Valeska, who you've pined, pined after your whole life. more times with him. She doesn't know that yet. That's true. That's true. She doesn't know that yet. Yeah, she's been right. she's been convinced her whole life that she's a dirtbag who doesn't deserve him. Yeah. Or right. anything nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox Sorry. now. I'm going to chill out. I, I took several seats already. <laughs> like, I took seats Thank before you. you even started to tell me to. 
So then he gets off of her and he flips her over onto her side and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Give it back. Like, did I ruin the mood? What did I do? And he's like, no, of course not. So then he actually does Mm -hmm. um, do some gentle spooning like they did in Wall of Winnipeg, (laughs) except it was good. Yeah. Then he's like, how's that? Like, then you won't feel claustrophobic and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, "Okay, that's this is really awesome. I am so glad you're taking care of me. And then and she's like, FYI. Uh, sometimes an orgasm can also trigger my heart and uh, this is going to be a doozy. So, mm-hmm. you know, just get ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is so amazing. So then they have sex like four more times mm-hmm. in that night. We don't see any of them. And I was fine with that. Is there anything else you want to say about the sex scene? Other no, than it was just so they good, have to read it immediately. Just read it. Read it. Read it. Just read it. Read it. Read it. God. Read it. Oh, he says, thanks. You feel like a dream come true. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh man oh man i'm sorry i have to okay i have to read this she says i want you to get in me <laughs> i press my cheek against his bicep to anchor myself as his touch gets me closer and closer to the edge deeper harder not like you're sorry for me or worrying about <sighs> me i want you to put yourself in me like we're doing this daily from mm-hmm. now on for life Ah. Mm. They mm-hmm. they basically have engagement sex, you guys. There yeah. there I might not be a hotter thing than engagement sex. I don't know. At least not romantical kind of sex. <laughs> engagement sex is, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. All right. Oh, and then they bring it back to the romance novels because Sally Thorne is the most wonderful unicorn <laughs> of love and rainbows. Uh-huh. After they have sex, he's like, oh, turns out Loretta's books didn't give me unrealistic expectations. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was just he had to find the right person and that person was Darcy. Oh, so then. Okay. In then the morning, you guys. Oh, she wakes up alone. She goes sideways. Everything goes sideways. She wakes up alone. She's in a black silky robe. She, Patty the Chihuahua, is trying to get outside. We all know the well, feeling. And she was a little disappointed because she's like, I've never woken up next to a guy and I really mm-hmm. wanted to wake up next to Tom Valesco. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is he? Yeah. So she lets out Patty the Chihuahua and then Patty, then like a car's coming up the drive and she realizes Patty the Chihuahua is going to run into the car like she sees it happening. So she puts on, I think, heels. Yeah. The only shoes available. Yeah. And she's trying to run in the mud in heels through the yard to get Patty the Chihuahua. And it's her brother coming up the drive. And then she's got like a heart issue where her heart's going thunk a thunk. And like she gets the it's it's a lot. It's a lot of things yeah. that happen. She has an episode. Right. And Jamie gets out of the car and he like starts talking her down. And this is where I actually got a peek at Jamie because you know the real jamie not the asshole that he puts up a front Mm -hmm. because he's like you're too important to me you cannot do this later on he calls himself her walking organ donor Mm -hmm. and she's like you only have one heart stupid and he's like yeah i'm keeping it warm for you isn't that sweet (laughs) god jamie i know i want his book okay so Jamie's basically like, oh, look at you in your black silky robe. You've got a hickey. Uh-huh. He calls it gross. He's yeah. like, God, change. Gross. That robe is gross. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what is this, yeah. eighth grade? You have a hickey? Like, and well, she- no, and he's talking about her robe. He's like, "My, your a brother does not need to see this nonsense. Well, she keeps trying to readjust it. And like, every time she moves it, like, another boob pops out. Like, she can't figure <laughs> yeah. out how to figure, like, the robe out, which is, like, it's very so truthful good. about robes in general. Silk robes are the worst. There's no yeah. way to keep them, like, regular. Mm-hmm. 
And like nope. David calls my silk robe my romper, and like I want to be like a romper <laughs> stays on. It's like, oh, you're wearing that yeah. romper again. <laughs> like, no, that's not a romper. <laughs> anyway, so, like rompers are, they stay where they're put. Silk robes do not. Unless um, I'm wearing a romper, and then my ass just oh eats god. Oh um, no no. Are you the my- person that I tried on rompers with that time? No, that was Katie. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, one time I went specifically to try on rompers with a friend because we were going to do it. We're going to find the romper that looked good on us. We tried on every romper in Flagstaff, Arizona. There was no rompers for us, Mm. for our bodies. Yeah. One time I wore a romper um, for Tanya's birthday because (laughs) it was funny. Because (laughs) it would not stay out of my ass. Like, I could not. It it could not happen. Yep. I just started a designer on Project Runway say that a model's ass was hungry. Delish. What were we talking about? The robe. The robe wouldn't so, stay on. Jamie's so, basically like, ew, you've been having sex. Tom, yeah. I thought you I told you, you to were be the guard to protect dog. her. Whoever was sleeping over clearly isn't here anymore. And he's yeah. left her in this robed hickey state. And yeah. you were supposed to help her not sleep with guys like this anymore who take off before mm-hmm. 6 a.m. And he's like, I'm I'm finding her the husband option. So, like, you're supposed to do this. And Tom's like, I can't really. Her. And uh, Jamie wants her to go out with, like, one of his, like, weird banker friends or something. Yeah. Because he's, like, husband material. Gross. Yeah. And Tom's Tom can't handle it. Mm-mm. So... Tom is like, nope, we're not having any plans. There's no plans. This Tyler fellow is not going to show up. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really good. So anyway, then, you know, Jamie does a bunch of vaguely abusive things. (laughs) And uh, um, she and Tom talk. And he's like, listen, this is going to derail the whole renovation. If you let Jamie know that things happened. Well, she wants to tell him right now. She's like, I can't yeah. wait to tell Jamie. Yeah. He's he's not, you're not his, he's you're mine. mine. You're mine That's right. all the way. And he can have mm-hmm. 1%, but I've got 99. And like, fuck mm-hmm. Jamie. And he's going to feel mm-hmm. so bad about it. And like, <laughs> she just wants to glow in his face. And Tom's like, yeah. no, you can't tell him. So, right. She says, you think we can just stop doing, you think you can just stop doing that to me for another three months? You think we can just pretend? His body says no, but he replies, I've been pretending around you since I hit puberty. I can do it a few more months. Um. So anyway, so. But this is like before or after she says one thing and he like crosses the room to kiss her and oh, he puts God, her up on so his good. workbench. Like, she's, she's moaning in, in, in. And he's like almost going for his belt. And then mm-hmm. he has to like jump back 10 feet mm-hmm. and put himself back into his body. Yeah, he's it's a lot. So she agrees. She's like, OK, I've never been strategic about a damn thing in my life. So, yes, I will agree to this with you. I will give you three months. It's fine. I can do this. And they talk more. Oh, she she comes into the work site with two cups of coffee and a Valeska Building Services shirt on. And Tom cannot handle it. At, at one point, he says, um, does it make me horrible wait, for wait, wait. loving what? I'm sorry. It's so important. During that fight, yeah. she, he says, you know how much I care about you, right? And she's like, no, I yes. know you love me. You've showed me. A million times how much you love me. Like, how could I not know how much you love me? And then she doesn't say, I love you too. And then she yeah. realizes it after he leaves and she's promised that she won't. She's like, all I ever do is take, like, I need to, 
really resolve. I'm not going to tell Jamie. Right. I'm going to tell him I love him back. I'm going to do the right thing for once in this fucking book. I'm going to be good and do it right. Yeah. And we should note that it goes over better this time. The I know goes over better. He's just like, yeah, you know, but I don't think that like, you know Mm -hmm. how much... I care about mm-hmm. you. And then he leaves and he's he's fine. Mm-hmm. So then she realizes and whatever. So yeah, he he pulls her aside at one point and he's like, is it, does it make me a terrible person? Like how much I love my name on your chest? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, it just means that you're my person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Jamie basically like gets her fired from the job site because he tells Tom how much she's been struggling physically mm-hmm. and Tom is like no I, you're not getting you're not getting demoted you're getting promoted because I need your help with the phones right. I need you to help me keep things organized I've never run my own business I need your help and so he promotes her to deputy site manager of Valeska building services and she is very happy about it uh-huh. but then <laughs> Tom gets a call and she goes after Jamie mm-hmm. and it turns into World War Seven between these two. They uh-huh. start throwing bricks at each other because she finds out that the mole he's had on site, who's been reporting on her, is not one of the guys on the crew. It's her best friend, Truly. Truly? The only person in the whole wide world that has only ever been hers. Ugh. Because Jamie takes over everything. And so she is so pissed. Uh-huh. And it finally gets to the point where she's like, She's like, she's my best friend. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. she's one of my best friends, too. Like, we email. We're talking. And then she can't help herself. She's well, like, well, yeah. He, first, he goes after Tom, though. Like, he's really mean to Tom. Like, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, oh, where's yeah. this at? Blah, blah, blah. And she's pissed because she's like, he he's going to break. Like, you're he's yeah. under a crazy amount of pressure. And you're going to come in here and be a big asshole to him. And Jamie says, he's only here because I asked him to be. And she's like, he's only here because I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, who do you think you are? And she's like, I'm Darcy fucking Barrett. Yeah. I think I've said Bennett 15 times. I just want to, you know, but it's just, it's oh. Darcy and Bennett. And I couldn't not do that in my head. <laughs> anyway, Jamie laughs now. My short charade is over clearly. You think you have a chance with him? And he's laughing. <gasps> And yeah. she, my temper is an erupting volcano. I do have a chance. I point at my neck. That's his. He's <laughs> mine now. It's so satisfying <laughs> watching the air leave Jamie's body. It's luscious. I've won. He's mine. He loves me. I'm keeping him. <laughs> and then he goes, you're keeping him? <sighs> and he goes into all the ways that she's terrible mm-hmm. and how she's going to abandon him. And she's like, not this time. I'm going to stick around and we're going to be together. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh man, he eviscerates her in a way only a brother can. Right. And then Tom And then she finds out in. about Truly and then it's more oh, like yeah. it's just everything's awful. Awful, awful. Yeah. Oh, so then Tom's come Tom comes back in and he's like, "Enough. What the hell is going on?" And he looks at her and he's like, "I asked you for one yeah. thing. I asked you for in my three whole months. life." I've never yeah. asked you for anything. I asked you for one thing and you couldn't do it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's correct. Like, that's, Darcy's that's a valid, fucking Tom. mess. <laughs> she can't. Yeah, yeah it's valid. <sighs> and then Jamie goes after him and he's like, really, dude? And then Darcy looks at him and, he, and oh, man, Tom says the scariest words I think either of them have ever heard. And that is, I can't do this anymore. And they're both like, huh? 
no, you totally can. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm a failure in all ways. I did this. I did that. I can't handle it. I've involved Darcy. She's the client. Like, that's fucking unprofessional. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're doing great. You have a lot on your plate. It's totally okay. He's like, no, no, Jamie, I fucked up my numbers. And Jamie immediately is like, my money? Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. And then she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, we'll go over it. It's fine. And then he looks at her and he goes, I have your passport. Yeah. And she stumbles a bit. And she's like, like what and he's like yeah i found it and i put it in my pocket i could have given it back to you a million times i could have just put it somewhere where you could find it and i didn't i have it i have your passport Mm -hmm. and she pauses for too long Mm -hmm. and then she's like i i don't care it's totally okay Mm -hmm. and before this we find out that his mom is getting evicted like it's he's having a bad 15 minutes yes and it's all coming crashing down on tom So he's like, I can't deal with any of this. I have to go pick up all of my mom's stuff and move her somewhere. And they're like, okay, well, she can go stay with our parents. Like, just take take Mm -hmm. her to our parents' house. It's fine. We'll all go together. And Tom is like, no, I have to go do this by myself. Leave me alone. And he leaves. Mm -hmm. And so she tries to go after him. And this is where we see Jamie's soft underbelly. Mm -hmm. Because he grabs her by the waist and he says, no, let him cool off. The moment you go out there it's over. It's Mm -hmm. you and him and I'm on the outs. And this is like basically what I've been afraid of my whole life. Mm -hmm. And oh my God. But it's also like a shitty move. Yeah. How dare you, Jamie? Yeah. How dare you? That's fucking selfish. You should want your sister and your best friend to be happy. Yeah. And also like you stole her best friend. So like fuck off. Yeah. Jamie. Our best friend's off limits now. Apparently not to you. It's sweet that you said that you'd like carve out your heart and give it to her or whatever. But like you wouldn't actually do that. And like you wouldn't do that. Shut up, Jamie. You can't even, Jamie. Can't wait for so, your book. Can't I'm so wait. excited for your book. <laughs> Cannot wait. I'm. I am so stoked to fall in love with you, Jamie. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to fall in love with you. Bye. <laughs> so, <sighs> so Tom drives off, and she goes sprinting after. Oh, she's trying to run after him. She can't. Yeah, of course she cannot handle it, and she doubles over in a in a heart attack. Not a heart attack, but a heart. You know, eruption, choir, episode. serenade, episode, serenade. Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's a heart choir. It's not a heart murmur. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a heart, a heart performance. Yell. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what happens, you guys. They have to take over the building site because Tom fucking disappears. He he leaves his dog hard. He goes. He moves his mom and her eighteen cats into one of their parents' beach houses or whatever. We kind of skipped that storyline, but his his mom's a mess and she's getting evicted or whatever because she has way too many cats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole story. That's the whole story. And then he and then he leaves Patty with them. What? Wait, wait, wait. He leaves Patty. He leaves his dog. That's Patty. That's like a borderline. You should maybe be afraid somebody's going to hurt themselves. If I ever situation. That's what I'm saying. I can't. If you can. leave Rooster and disappear and nobody can contact you, I'm going to be oh my God. I'm going to be not okay. I mean, I'm going to be invoking the National go, Guard. Like just be like a like, little bit. Yeah, it's fine. But like if yeah. I leave Rooster, oh my god, my whole no, heart No, the National just Guard will be called. Yeah. I will call them. I will call the Coast Guard. The, these are I people will... that can help. No, you need to just, I don't just give a call shit. the regular I'll call police. the FBI. <laughs> no, just like call David. No, I feel like I should or like go the up police. the ladder. Just, no, I gotta go to the top. They can't help. <laughs> so if you call the FBI, they're just gonna be like, have a nice day, ma'am. And you will they have They can search time. and rescue you. <laughs> <gasps> oh 
<laughs> Just call me. Start with me. Well, first. obviously. <laughs> Life uh, lessons with Aaron. Anyway. Okay. So Tom disappears. They have to take over the whole renovation. And like it sort of fast forward. So we're going to do that too. They Mm -hmm. take it over. They figure shit out. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is Tom's life. She calls Megan. And they call Megan together. He was here. He wanted me to Mm -hmm. tell you this, that he's okay. And we're not together. And we're not together. He specifically wants you, Darcy, to know that we're not back together. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's hopeful, right? It is. And And then, like, Megan's with, like, a new guy or whatever. It's very nice. Megan's Megan's a hero. She's a hero. She's basic. She's basic. But she's... But she's the epitome of lady love. But she's a hero. She's a hero. Yeah, who's not jealous mm-hmm. and, you know, wants people to be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just lady love all around. She's basic. She's not my type of person, but she's very nice. Man, she's good kind. to have Megan in your corner, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't want to hang out with her. I just want to say again, but nice. I would have her do things to my face, though, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. She'd, my, she'd be my favorite esthetician. I find that women ha- who have perfect faces don't know how to do things to faces. Because it's like, maybe she's born with it, or maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. It's like born with it, and they don't know what to do with Maybelline. Yeah. Like, they like wash with water every night and then go to bed. Yeah. How dare you? And like, <laughs> don't sleep on their faces like yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just right in there. So, yeah, women like that are like, have you tried sunshine and like water? <laughs> anyway. All right. Move on. Move on. We're moving on. So. So let's fast forward, just like the book does, to her heart appointment. She has a heart appointment. She and appointment. Jamie are there. Yeah. It's two months later. You she, guys, it has been eight oh, weeks. God. You guys. She has not had a heart appointment in like two years because Jamie always took her to her heart appointments. Yeah. And she hasn't seen Jamie in a while. Also, Tom, before he left, promised that he would be at her heart appointment in yeah. two months. So he knows the date of the heart appointment. He promised. Well, Jamie sent it to him too. Oh, okay, he emailed him how. a follow up and okay. was like, "Hey, P.S. We're going to be at this place." So she knows that he knows where they're going to be, and he yeah. promised that he'd be there. So she's got some Meanwhile, hope in her yeah. heart that he. But might only come. kind of, yeah. because you guys, she has been unraveling. She's been having a trouble sleeping. She's been having trouble be eating. He may have killed himself. It's he possible. Might be dead. Oh God. She might be without her mate after she just got her mate. Oh, my God. She's going to be one of those wolves or tortoises or whatever (laughs) that end up just dying (laughs) after their mates die. You know what I mean? Have you seen a video of that turtle having sex on YouTube? No. No, Google that up. That's great. (laughs) It's so funny. Is it a turtle or a tortoise? It's a turtle. It's a land. It's a land turtle. So it's a tortoise. I think. Well, there's a difference between a turtle turtle and a tortoise, I think. I don't know, like the small ones that people keep as pets. You know, it's like... So it's a... Yeah, it's like a freshwater tortoise. Tur- turtle. Turtle. Sure, I guess. It doesn't have webby <laughs> feet, though. It has land feet. You guys, bing, boom, bong, zoology with Aaron and Melody. Turtle time <laughs> with Aaron and Melody. Okay, sorry. So we're going to Google that up, but we got to get on point. It's got land feet, on point. though. I Good. know that to be sure. <laughs> to be true. <laughs> watch it be a seed hurdle when i send this to you later today watch it be a straight up fucking seed hurdle or a galapagos whatever that's a tortoise i think yeah i know that's yep. what i'm saying it's probably very clearly either a sea turtle or a tortoise and here i am being like it's a small land turtle melody 
Oh, man. <laughs> it's a small freshwater turtle with land feet. Land Boy, feet. Boy, we're good at this. God, who's going to email us? <laughs> Let's go through our Rolodex of who the email is going to come from. Um, okay, no. Okay, <laughs> so. Sorry. Darcy's not okay. She's like gray. I think it's going to be Natalie. <laughs> All right, okay. She's gray. Her hair is falling out. Like, it's bad. It's bad. So they're both like hoping, like Jamie almost won't let her go into the appointment because he's like, our friend is coming, so we can't go in until our friend is here. And they're Mm -hmm. like, no, there is a schedule. So then out of the mist, Tom Valeska shows up. It's like, first of all, she's hooked up to all the heart monitors. Oh, and yeah, her heart just starts going crazy. And she starts overheating and they can't figure out why. And it's because Tom Valeska is in the fucking building. She can feel him and she's tingling all over oh, tingling but like everywhere her synapses her vaginal parts and then like right he, in there and her heart also love oh there too and then he right. comes in and then she's oh. like she's cured <laughs> yeah <laughs> no seriously that's kind of how it happens so it's like dawn behind him and there's like a breeze that's like lavender scented and stuff when he walks in but he's still so muscly and he still uh-huh. smells like such yeah. a man. I'm sure there's some sandalwood involved or something. And <laughs> so then Jamie hops up and like bear hugs him. Uh-huh. And then he's like, he steps back and he lets Tom go over to her because she can't get her heart monitors off of her. And he steps between her legs and she's like, you came. And he's like, I wouldn't have missed it. And she, they really don't give him as much shit as i thought he deserved yeah. about this but they've been giving him shit his whole life yeah so I, especially I jamie i just feel like they're trying yeah. to be careful <laughs> yeah oh yeah they're very frightened he's yeah. gonna go away again and so, like neither of them can function without him so they're very like whatever you want tom whatever, just how, don't how do we best away. serve you <laughs> yeah. yeah and he so just jamie thinks he like screwed up beyond any kind of forgiveness and he yeah. it's just like he's thinks that taking her passport and screwing up jamie's numbers was unforgivable and they just all forgive each other and Uh, he's like oh you look so terrible darcy and she's like yeah because i thought you like killed yourself he says you look terrible like beautiful Beautiful. darcy bennett barrett 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 god damn it (laughs) yeah darcy bennett sounds right does it not it's hard yes it's hard because it's how elizabeth bennett hyphenated that's true can you imagine god you know that she was hyphenated like a few years later she she would have have hyphenated there's just i don't think that existed it didn't no england times hyphenation (laughs) that would be yeah so tom like he kisses her and it's like a tender kiss but then it turns into a little bit more and then her heart starts going off the charts and Mm -hmm. he gets a little scared and she's like no this is the only thing that feels right you come back here right now and her hungry skin is so hungry and so he feeds it and (coughs) he says that i think that what i did was unforgivable and she's like there's nothing like that oh and she tells him that the twins have been working on themselves and they want to be better for him and so they've been doing like the renovation is on track and they've been doing a bunch of work on their interior so that they can deserve him someday Mm -hmm. oh so then they launch into this thing that is very unbelievable what for life this would never happen in life what which part? The, the like you tell me what I feel about you device. Oh, but I, I loved it. I don't care, but just know that it is like 
So basically, he tells her, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I never made you, you know, like, I never let you know how much I felt about yeah. you. And he's like, I knew, I knew it because of this. I knew it because of that. And he basically recites to her back all of the reasons she loves yeah. him and all the things she's done for the past eight years to show him that and like all the secrets she's kept and all the thoughts that she's had. And then he asks and then he's like, her now tell me to do the same thing for him. And it is gorgeous, you guys. It would oh never happen in real life. But it is gorgeous. I would be a sputtering mess. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be that eloquent in real life. But uh So it's amazing. And then, you guys, we fast forward. The house is, is sold and it got sold to a family with twins. I can't even. Mm-hmm. They have they've gerrymandered the contract without him noticing. And he signed the contract to where it's the profits are being split into thirds. Oh, yeah. Because Tom's not in the will, even though. Yeah. yeah. And even though he's like honorary grandkid and, and Jamie is like, man, I didn't even fucking notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm such a douche. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, Jamie, you're definitely you are a, douche, a douche. But, but I also can't wait Darcy for your didn't notice it. And she's kind of a douche for it, too. Yeah, they're both douches. Everybody's right. got to start being better to each other in this um, yeah. three-way friendship. Except Tom Valeska. Yeah. He just has to start being more... He just has to take on less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Tom's yeah. perfect. But the twins have Tom's to start perfect. being better to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... Then. Epilogue. It no, forward. final chapter. Final scene. Final chapter. Yeah. They are going on a cruise because the whole time they've been joking about going on a cruise when they're 80. And Tom's like, nope, I want to take this cruise with you now while we're still young and vibrant and mm-hmm. we're doing it, you know, a lot. And... They're going to be doing it when they're 80. What mm-hmm. am I talking about? Then he's like, I have a surprise for you. And she's like, I have a surprise for him, too. Like, I can't wait for him to see his bank account mm-hmm. because the money's going to come through. Mm-hmm. So he sees that they cut him in three ways. And he's like, that's too much. I can't believe it. And then he's like, well, I have a I have a surprise for you. I invited Jamie and Truly. Mm-hmm. And they're coming along. And it's real cute because we get to see a little glimpse of how he and Truly interact Mm -hmm. before they get on that boat. Mm -hmm. And then Tom and Jamie do a trade in front of Darcy. Mm -hmm. And they trade ring boxes, Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm. So Tom gives him Megan's engagement ring Uh for... The sapphire. For the black sapphire ring. Yeah. And then he proposes to her right the fuck there. Well, because she kind That's of nice. demands it. She's like, give it to me. Give That's it to me true. now. Put it on me. Put it on me. Put it on me. Put uh-huh. it on me. He's like, he's <laughs> like, well, I didn't. I wanted to do. Okay. I'm proposing to you. Do you know what this means? And she's like, put it on me. Get with me. We're one together. Yes, boys. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. She says, give me it. 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 <laughs> give me it. And and what she means is give me everything. Give me you. Give me oh. life. Give me oh. us together. <laughs> Sally. The end. Sally. Sally. <laughs> God. <laughs> You're so good. She did say at KissCon that she has her third manuscript written. So... It's Jamie and truly. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure there are very easy ways to find this out. I'm sure that if I were more active in her Facebook group, I would know that it is Jamie and truly. I just. So I'm not saying this information is not readily available. It's just I don't know what what the manuscript is. Right. (sighs) Uh, 
Mm. Man. And then we get two epilogues. One is Darcy and Tom, and one is Lucy and Josh. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. You I didn't guys. read Lucy and Josh. I did. Was I'm not going to tell you about it. You don't deserve it. I it just was don't so care. After they're together, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm just Fair. like, yeah, they're fucking, I don't, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the tension's gone. I don't care. I don't want to read about sex with no tension. Well, there wasn't any sex. There was just a metric fuck ton of adorable romance. Oh, I thought so, they were, I thought they were fucking in a tent. I skimmed it. Herbs it a little bit. What? Darcy in a tent? Oh, sorry. I was talking about the other one. I didn't even touch uh, Josh and Lucy, but I kind of skimmed the Darcy and Tom one just to make sure there was no big plot point I needed to know about for the podcast, but they were just like fucking in a tent, right? No, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) They're like married. They're on their seventh or so house flip. He's been trying to get her to choose a house and she chooses the one they're in right now. Just wait okay Ay, yeah anyway it's beautiful doesn't matter doesn't matter no don't it worry doesn't about matter it, i'm Aaron. turning on my kindle you do your lady love <laughs> and i'll turn on my kindle because i swear i'm not gonna say it again but i swear okay they were fucking in a tent i mean they're doing a lot of making out but they're in a house that they're flipping currently I swear there was a tent involved no and she's had two different art books come out because he supports her in all things, and she's still deputy site manager uh-huh. of Valeska Building yeah, Services d- because okay. they function as a team. <laughs> like, jeez. Oh, so, God. okay, my lady love, I have a life hack. If you want some underswears, my life hack is get you some C-section support panties. Like, just Google it up on some Amazons or something. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. I did not have a C-section, but I wanted, like, the giantest panties in the world that would, like, suck me in and make me feel all secure and hold my butt parts in a really nice way. And so I got, I tried out some C-section support why, panties. Why would, why would C-section panties hold your butt? No, they're just sturdy. You don't get a C-section in your butt. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Aaron is 78% sure. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it doesn't happen in your butt. No, it's just a it's just like underswears. They're really they're just sturdy cotton like briefs that make you look like you've got a three foot booty that like go up. You don't have a belly button in these Why things. Why would you want a three foot booty? None of this. <laughs> no, you don't like look at they're like they're like 1950s, uh, no, not underwear, 1950s bathing suits. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like they're high-waisted, they, okay. they shunk, gotcha. and okay. they got a nice, they got a nice little booty shelf, All you right. know? Okay, okay. And it's nice. I'm just saying. All right. So if you want something like underswears, if you read this book and you were like, man, I wish I could get me some underswears, get yourself some C-section support panties and then do a little embroidery. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. uh-huh. You just be rude to yourself on your behind um and it'll be great while you were doing that lady love um oh, i boy. discovered that there are no tents in the epilogue of the no. uh <laughs> no darcy and tom <laughs> i mean they're currently living in a tent maybe i don't know maybe it's a dream i had i don't know <laughs> it's probably a dream <laughs> probably a fever dream um delish my All right, what's your lady love? my lady love is lizzo's new album everybody's been talking about it on the cult did yeah. some cleaning to that that was outstanding go listen to lizzo's new album or even just look at the cover of that album i know if you just want to feel like a goddess like she is like mm, mm-hmm. full of lady love badass lady, lady love. love all right excellent aaron where can they find us 
<laughs> Tell us everything. Do you want me to do it? <sighs> I'm just exhausted. <laughs> all right. You can find us on all the places. Instagram is at heaving bosoms. Twitter is at heaving underscore bosoms. Gmail is heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com. We've gotten some really, really lovely emails lately yes. that have just made my heart soar. We read so everyone, you. even if we don't reply to that. We read all of them. I yeah. promise you. Yeah. Facebook is Heaving Bosoms Podcast. And then our closed group is the Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult. And our Patreon, you guys. Patreon is a bunch of fun. That is patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms. You have to click the box that says, yes, I am 18. Because guess what, you guys? We're adult content. (laughs) And then our website is updated. And it is www.heavingbosomspodcast.com. And we have merch on Redbubble. Yeah, and we have Heaving Bosoms merch. Get yourself again, some TMI Sarah with Sarah McLean said it was a very sturdy tote. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So keep being a badass. Oh, no. <laughs> Do it and love yourself as much as you love land turtles. <laughs> or, wait, freshwater turtles with turtles no, with land it's a, it's feet? A, no, yes. It's a freshwater <laughs> turtle, but feet. definitely <laughs> with land feet. And probably they had sex in a tent in the epilogue. You guys have all <laughs> over the place. But just Google that video because this turtle's like It's <laughs> 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 great. It's making little turtle noises. It's having the time of its life. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't oh, think it's no. having sex with another turtle. I think it's having sex with an object. <laughs> Just Google up turtle sex. I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> bye, Erin. <laughs>